Hey friends, so today we're going to talk about being indecisive and how sometimes we get stuck in that indecision and we are not able to get unstuck. So all of a sudden somebody comes up to you with an opportunity or they ask you to do something that's a little bit different than the norm and you just have to face the fact that you have cement shoes and you just can't seem to decide yes or no, um, which way do I want to go on this? And it makes you question like, what happened to our free flowing thoughts and ideas and easy decision making? Because it does seem like when you're younger, you can make decisions a lot quicker. Um, but we become a little bit more tentative as we get older. And I wanted to talk about indecision today because there are some things that you can do to become a better decision maker. Also to look at the indecisive nature of your personality and just kind of forgive yourself because there's usually some pretty good reasons. And then finally, we can just look at it and say, maybe sometimes it's a great thing to be indecisive. So that's what we're gonna talk about today. Welcome to Badass Midlife, a podcast for women in midlife where we talk about past hangups, regrets, guilt, and how the ups and downs have made us into the resilient women we are today. We talk about what to let go of, how to move on, and how to be your midlife like a badass. Enjoy the show. Hey friends, go on to Facebook and join the Badass Midlife podcast Facebook group. It's going to be super fun. That's where you're going to find a little bit more information on the topics that we talk about on the show. You're free to comment on them. If we have a workshop or challenge coming up, that's where you're going to get all the deets on that. And then also we're going to do Real Talk roundtables there. So I'm going to pop on with a juicy midlife topic every once in a while and, and you can join in and have some fun. So I hope to see you there. Okay, now I don't know if this is any of you or all of you, but some of us out there are a little bit indecisive. I feel like I am a quick decider on things, sometimes to a fault. Um, so I know that I'm not that person, but there are a lot of people out there, and especially as they get a little bit older, they become a little bit more tentative about making a decision. And it's very common, and if you are a person that's generally been indecisive and you find it getting a little bit worse and you're just like, what is happening? What? Why am I just not able to just make a move? I just need to decide, pick something, decide. Well, don't be so hard on yourself. Um, there's a few reasons why that does happen and it does seem to become a little bit prevalent as we're older. And I'm gonna give you a few little uh, insights on that and then some tips to maybe get out of that. So. First of all, when we are comfortable, we're just comfortable. So who could actually blame you if making a decision means that you're going to have to get out of your comfort zone? So the avoidance is actually what is creating the indecisiveness. So we're just wired for resilience in our life. Like that is how humans are made. We are made with this ability to adapt to challenge. So it's our nature to do exactly that. But since so many of us choose to stay in our comfort zone because we are afraid of change, we never really allow that part of our human spirit to engage. So think about how it would be if you could only believe that you'd be able to figure it out once you pushed through that fear of making the decision you have to believe that you'd be able to figure it out, that that's what you're wired to do. 
you would, if you did believe that, you would be able to finally take a chance on something or make that decision that you've been putting off or just like actually try new things and do them more often because you wouldn't be stuck in that paralyzing fear of getting uncomfortable. So being aware that we are wired for resilience, know that the human body, our mind, everything about us is created so that we can see a stressor, uh, see a situation, have fear about something, and then our body reacts in a way that helps us move through it. You know, from the cortisol, from the hormones to our to our body, to our mind, all of the things that are needed to move past a difficult patch or challenge we have in us. And so just staying comfortable is obviously comfortable, like I said, and so that's why we don't want to push through. So I want to challenge you to remember always that you are given everything that you need to get past whatever decision you make that may not be the right decision. So sometimes you're gonna make a decision it's gonna be great. Sometimes it's not gonna be great. Either way, you're on the other side of it. And if it wasn't a great decision, you'll be able to work through it. You have to just trust yourself that whatever you decide, you will be able to work through it. The sun's gonna come up tomorrow. Um, You're going to know what to do, how to adapt. You you are going to go through some steps and maybe you have to, you know, readjust some things, but you're going to figure it out. So the reason some of us don't make decisions is because we like the comfort. So just don't be so hard on yourself because you're really just trying to protect yourself. And so many things that we don't do in life, we do because we just want to stay comfortable. And so as we get into midlife, that's a little bit to our detriment because we're not trying new things and trying new things falls in this same category of making a decision. Sometimes we don't want to try the new thing or make the decision to make that move because of that exact reason. So one way to get past that is to create a new pattern with something small. So our lives are like chess pieces. So each move that we make impacts something else. And decision making can be hampered sometimes because what we're imagining seems hugely insurmountable or there's just too many moving parts. Well, if I do this, then that means this is going to happen and that's going to lead to this and then that person is going to do this. And so when you see that there's a lot of moving parts or that the one decision is feeling very insurmountable and huge to you, you're definitely not going to make it. You're not going to push forward with it because it's almost like you don't even know where to start. You don't even know where to start. But if you take it and make it into small bite-sized changes that you can do over time and let that get you in the habit of making little decisions, then little by little, you'll get the confidence to keep making more of them. And that is because the changes that you did make were manageable and that can make them successful which in turn will give you confidence. So anytime we do a small thing and we give ourselves major props for it, even if it's tiny, that 
is good for you. It gives you the confidence and then you can be uh, more apt and more likely to go to the next step. So always I want to encourage you to, to give yourself major props for every little thing that you do. Every small, tiny step. Just like we know that with kids, positive reinforcement works and it helps inspire that same positive behavior, it also works in ourselves. So if we are trying to train for a 5K, we're not gonna get up tomorrow and try to run a mile and then the next day run two miles. That's not how that is. So you might talk to a running coach and he or she is gonna say, okay, in your normal walk, I want you to walk for four minutes and then run for one minute and then go back to walking and then go to running. So those little minutes in there when you're running, those are huge accomplishments, right? And so when you give yourself props for that, you feel confident. And then tomorrow and the next day, the next week, next month, as that becomes greater, that time that you're running becomes greater, you become more confident in the decision to go and do the next level because you've already succeeded. So if you want to start to become a little bit better at taking chances and making those hard decisions, just try creating new patterns with little tiny baby steps. Another reason why it might be hard for some of us to make a decision is that we maybe we've made a bad one in our past and it literally paralyzed us. You know, maybe we chose the wrong school to go to. You know, maybe we um, invested in a friendship or relationship that ended up not being really good for us or right for us. And then it just did something that really changed the trajectory of our lives in that moment. And then it kind of paralyzes you. And you're like, I don't want to decide anymore. I'm going to move from this spot, from that decision I made, and I'm just going to adjust and adapt to whatever life gives me. I'm not going to try to venture out again because the last time I made a decision, I effed it up and this is where I am and now I'm in this mode and I'm just, I don't want to take any more chances. So, you know, it could have been just one bad decision. Maybe it was a series of bad decisions during maybe a darker time in your life. Either way, those things happened and they can't really unhappen. So you have to find a way to get past the garbage thinking that basically has led you to not trust yourself anymore. You're likely a different person now who's made a lot of great changes, or maybe you're just not anything like that person anymore. It happens. But the point is you do need to forgive yourself because there isn't anyone out there, even the most successful, the happiest people that hasn't made a bad decision or two in their lives. So just forgive yourself already and move on. Another time that it might look like you are having trouble making a decision is that sometimes you think that it's a head decision when it's a heart decision and maybe the other way around. So you're trying to follow your head, but really your heart's chiming in. You're trying to follow your heart, but then your head's chiming in and it gets you into some trouble sometimes. So you sometimes, let's say maybe that one time you consulted your heart a little bit more because a brainy decision at one point ended up hurting someone. So knowing yourself and the type of person that you are, it's going to help you make the decisions that are aligned with your personal values. So if you value connection with people, 
but you make a decision purely based on data and facts, well, something's not gonna feel right to you because you made a head decision, but you're really a heart person, and so it doesn't feel aligned, and so you had to, you have to really adjust, like, well, I should have made this one with my heart because now I don't feel right. So think of this like having your own personal set of core values to follow when you're making a decision. So once you know what matters to you, the decision making becomes a little bit easier because now you have the framework and it aligns exactly with who you are. And so when that happens, things work out better because you made a decision that's very much dialed in. It's just synthesized exactly to who you are and things are going to feel right to you. But anytime in your life when you have done uh, a, a brainy decision, when it should have been a heart decision, you have felt a little bit incongruent with your core values and that's what makes you afraid to make other decisions. So we can easily be wrong about something that we've decided, but it shouldn't be paralyzing. You know, if you had to make a decision one way and you really felt another way, that's okay. Maybe that was the wrong way to go with that decision, but it shouldn't be paralyzing. So just know yourself and trust the process of making decisions that are aligned with who you are. So when you're in that moment, when you're trying to make one, ask yourself, am I being pressured right now? Um, is this something that I really am excited about doing and I'm still gonna feel the, what, that this way about it tomorrow or a week from now? Or is this just something that I'm in this weird mood right now and I'm gonna decide this, but you know, a week from now I'm gonna regret it. So sometimes it just takes a second for you to just get really aligned with who you actually are before you just make those decisions and really get squared up. And then good decisions are born from that point. And then finally, let's not forget that sometimes no decision is the right decision. So don't rule this one out because sometimes we put so much pressure on ourselves because we're trying to force a decision to be made. So first ask yourself, is this a decision that has to be made or does it need to be made right now? Can I at least table this until next week? because you need to give yourself every advantage when you are trying to make an important decision. And one of the most important advantages is to have a clear head, like I just mentioned. If it's not a good time to decide about moving to another city because you just had twins and you're trying to adjust to that, well then for goodness sakes, wait a second. Not every decision has to be made right now, nor is it the right time to make it. So put, it in context and maybe making a decision at another time isn't that you're indecisive but it just makes you a really smart decision maker and then once you're in a really good headspace and you're in a very relaxed state you can reevaluate you could possibly learn that it just isn't time to put that decision on the list quite yet and and put it on the in the back of the line so making decisions, I think, and this is like to me the most interesting part of decision making is that we often have a hard time, the hardest time, making a decision when both options are actually pretty darn good. 
Because if one was significantly worse than the other, then we would just decide quickly, right? If it was black and white and you could just be like, well, this is obviously the decision for me. Well, then there would never be indecisiveness and there, you'd never have problems making a decision. So the cool thing is, is that when you are struggling with a decision, whether it's two things or four things or whatever, think of it that pretty much all the options could be good. And maybe all of them have a little bit of a negative spot that, you know, maybe is the downside or the con of the decision. But if they're all or both decisions, let's say, are generally really good, then get yourself out of indecisive mode and choose one. Because that's the best way to find out if you made the right one or not. And if you didn't, you're still making one that was actually a pretty good option, but now you might have to adjust a couple little things. But I just want to encourage you, don't stay paralyzed in that state of deciding like, well, which is exactly the right one? Because you will not know until you take that leap. Now, there are going to be some things where you're like, well, you know, that's a pretty big thing for me to just take a leap on. But again, if it's something big and you have two options and, and they're both very good, you shouldn't be afraid to make the leap. If you're 100% sure and they're both similar, but you just can't decide, then it is really to your benefit to go ahead and just choose. So then that amazing mind and body that we have that is made to be resilient can start to work through the process. It can start to adapt. We can start to make our list. We can start to make plans. The other decision now is off the table. You are in do mode now. You're not in this orbiting of, you know, all this stuff swirling around in your mind mode. Now you're in action doing mode. And that feels so much better than just being in orbiting mode. So I want you to try to look at your week this week and just when you see something that you're being a little bit indecisive about, really look at it. First of all, is it something that you need to decide right now? Is it a heart decision or a head decision? Is it something that I need to wait a second so that I can really see if it aligns with who I am? And Maybe making no decision is the right decision. Maybe it's just like, I don't really need to do that right now. So I'm going to take this off my plate because I got a little bit too much going on. And I'm just not going to make that right now. And then again, sometimes they're both great options and you just need to make the jump and go. The hardest step is always the first one. But once you make it, that fear is behind you. And now you just go into work mode, plan mode, uh, doing mode, action mode. And that's a different part of your mindset and personality. And so now you're not feeling stuck anymore because a different part of you is engaged. And you actually become excited and you get some adrenaline. So good or bad, you're in a different place. But it's action and it's, and it's going to give you the positivity and the momentum that you need to go forward. So that is all I have for today, friends. I hope that you are super decisive this week and have a great rest of your day. I'll see you next time.
Hey friends, if you enjoyed the podcast, please go on and give us a five-star review. It really helps us out and tell anybody you know that might be a fan of Badass Midlife to listen as well. Thank you so much and I'll talk to you next time.